Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, November 12, 2016, and you're tuned in to another edition of The Missy Show. We're your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining us once again is my lovely co-host, Dee. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, buddy, I'm here. <laughs> I sound like a frog. I'm sorry for my voice. I don't know what's going on, but... That's okay. You're here. I'm, You're here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yay. Well, other other than um slowly losing your voice, how you doing? I'm good. It was a gorgeous day. We're finally getting some fall weather, so I'm happy about that. It's boot season, so you know that just automatically makes me happy. Um, yes, and you had, and might I say, you had on some very fierce boots. I wish you guys could not only just hear us, but I wish you could have tied these boots today. They they were very fierce. You know I get excited, and I always look forward to the, well, it's not the first time I've worn them because I'm trying to break them in because you always have to break in, like, the leather boots or whatever. So I'm trying to break them in, but um, I get excited because when it gets colder, you know how I love my boots. So it's just, yeah, it just makes me happy. I'm happy because I get to wear my boots. Well, good, yeah, because, you know, down here we, we only get so many months of that, and then it yeah. starts to warm up, so you have to enjoy it while you can. So I'm, I take full advantage. If it drops below 60, I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep, it's a boot day. It's a boot day. Yeah, okay. you know, I, I just like it because it just makes it feel more like the holidays are coming, you know, when it's yeah, cool. Right. So that, that's nice. Can and you, you know what? It? The holidays I, are coming. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, uh, just a week from today, I have to go and get my um, groceries for Thanksgiving dinner because I usually, mm-hmm. like, buy them, like, the Saturday before. I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet, DJ. I'm not ready yet. I know. Yet. I know. I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm, I'm so like, I feel like I'm always running behind. Like, wait, wait for me. Wait, for, wait, wait, wait. So that's what it just feels like. I'm I'm constantly trying to catch up. If I could just catch up. But I guess that's what everybody feels. Yeah, I think most people feel that, you know. And, of course, that means, you know, Black Friday's coming. And um, yes. speaking of which, um. I noticed that on gotadeal.com that um, both the Black Friday ads have been released for Petco and PetSmart. Really? So I'm thinking of doing a pop-up episode um, on next Sunday, November 20th, and where I'll be, or if you're able to join, we'll be discussing deals, you know, potential deals for your fur babies that they may oh, be having cool. that you might want to check out on Black Friday. So um, if you guys want to tune in, that will be next Sunday at 10 a.m. Central. Well, I so we'll saw some wonderful, some wonderful sweaters, and I was in, in Walmart. <laughs> and, of course, you always, I mean, you know, I don't have my, my fur baby anymore, but, of course, sometimes I go down the, the pet aisle because I just like to see the stuff. And they have great sweaters, the fall the, oh, Sweaters that are out, you know, like the Christmassy sweaters and stuff. Oh, they're yeah, out. But you still have a niece and nephew. I you know, have niece and nephew fur babies. And that's who I'm shopping for because I go back there and I look for them, their little, because I always send them Christmas sweaters and Christmas toys and treats and stuff. So I'm trying to get their stockings together and get their Christmas 
um, gifts together. So I think they're getting sweaters this year because they really get cold there, which is odd. I didn't know it got as cold in Texas as it does, but they get snow more so than we do. So, wow. um, um, yeah, so they're they're getting their I'm getting their little stockings and their treats and stuff in order. So, which I always shop for them before I shop for humans. So I don't know what that means, but. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with that at all. They're 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 furry humans. You have to they're, look at it that way. They are. They're just furry humans with bad breath. <laughs> yeah, and feet that smell like corn chips. But that's another yeah. topic. Um, I love that. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Today's episode is entitled "The Cockfights of Puerto Rico Plus Iguanas at Large." But before we begin, I want to give out the answers to Thursday's pet trivia question. Um, Question number one is, which state produces the most turkeys annually? Want to take a stab at that one, Dee? Which state produces the most turkeys annually? Yep, and I guess they mean like the processed turkeys once they're actually selling them in the stores. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I guess, unfortunately, I guess the ones who kind of put them to sleep and then, you know, put them out there. Um, okay, can I have a hint? Is it a northern state or a southern state? Because that's um, my, I think my this is, is sort of considered, I guess you would kind of consider it a southern state, but not as south as we are. Mm. But it's, and it's actually one of those states that has two words. It's one of the states that's either north something or south something. Okay, well, well that narrows it down. Is it... South Carolina? Close. It's actually North Carolina. North Carolina. Because I think they still sort of consider them like the South, too. Yeah. But, yes, actually, uh, let's see here. They produce 61 million turkeys annually, more than any other state, and Minnesota and Arkansas are numbers two and three. But North Carolina produces the most. And we have one other question, and both of these are sort of like pre-Thanksgiving questions. And what year was Thanksgiving officially celebrated annually as a day for national Thanksgiving and prayer? Have any idea? What year annually? Mm-hmm. So was when it's it actually officially celebrated, okay. yeah, like by the U.S. Okay. Not so. so much when the first one, like when they say the uh, pilgrims and the Native Americans came together. Not so much that, but when was it officially? Uh. 19, is it 19? No, actually 18 something. 18, okay, I didn't go back far, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. 1873, I don't know. Close, you, you were just a decade off, 1863. Okay, okay. Very close. Because, okay. let's see here, Um, Thanksgiving Day had not been celebrated annually since the first feast in 1621, but this changed in 1863 when Sarah Josepha Hale encouraged Abraham Lincoln to set aside the last Thursday in November as a day for National Thanksgiving and prayer. Wow. So thanks, okay. uh, Miss Hale. We're, Thank we're you. off that Thursday because of that. And yes, look, I guess it's good anyway to, you know, have a day. You know, every day is Thanksgiving, really. Every but, you day know, it's good to have an official day. day, you know. Yeah, it's, it's nice to remember what the day is about, you know. Yes. Remember what the spirit of the day is supposed to be about. And not so much that it's the beginning of the holidays. Well, not the beginning of the holiday season, but, you know, because I think yeah. they kick it off way before then. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but that's kind of like really like the yeah. official official. Yeah, exactly. 
the official kickoff of holiday season, but just to give thanks for what you have. You might not even have a lot, but you have, always remember, you probably have more than somebody else. So be thankful for it. Yes, yes. So that's your pre-Thanksgiving pet trivia. If you like those questions, um, stay tuned for more Turkey Day trivia in next week's blog post at she'sauthority.blogspot.com. If you'd like to join in today's conversation, you can join us at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's authority. Links to information used in today's, I keep wanting to say tonight's episode. I know the time hasn't changed, but because it's getting darker now, it feels like it's tonight. Okay, um. It's messing me up. It's messing me up. I know, I know. Okay, but I guess I should still say today because it's still at the same time. Um, Links to information used in today's episode will be posted after the show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash nissy.show44 or on our Twitter page, well, and on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash nissyshow. Okay, so now for the Cox sites of Puerto Rico. But first off, um, before we get started, let me just say that I'm not saying that Puerto Rico is the only place that has cockfighting. We found out in the research, no, not by a long shot. No. Um, It still goes on illegally here in the U.S. You know, they're just underground, and and it goes on in many other countries. And and I'm going to let Dee in just a second, you know, name some of the other countries. Um, The reason why um, I'm doing this show about Puerto Rico is because I was just there about a month ago on vacation. And we went on a um, a tour in San Juan, and I found it fascinating when our tour guide just told us that cockfighting is not only legal there, um, and I said legal, not illegal. It's actually legal there, but it's also very common, and it's considered part of their culture. So though I didn't attend one personally, I wouldn't want it to do that anyway, but um, I decided it would be an interesting topic to research. Um, But in no way am I trying to demonize the practice in only Puerto Rico compared to anywhere else. You know, the animals are still getting hurt no matter where it takes place. Um, So I kind of just wanted to look at just, you know, examine the cultural aspects in addition to the effects that it has on the animals. And the second part of this episode, if we have time, addresses the iguana population problem in Puerto Rico because they have some iguanas that are not native there that are kind of causing them a lot of problems. And... um, some controversial solutions. Um, So with all of that out of the way, um, let's just talk about first exactly what cockfighting is. So, Dee, what what is cockfighting? Just from my research, and I guess there are, like, lots of definitions for it, but on Wikipedia I was looking and I saw where it says a cockfight or cockfighting is a blood sport between two roosters or cocks or more accurately game cocks held in a ring called cockpit. The history of raising fowl for fighting goes back 6,000 years and has documented the use of the word gamecock, denoting the use of cock as to gain a sport, pastime, or entertainment. And it was recorded in 1646 after the term cock of the game used by George Wilson in the earliest known book on sporting of the sport of um, cock fighting and the condemnation of cocks and cock fighting in 1607. But it was during, and this is sort of like a little history of it, but that's basically what, what it is. Um, it was during Magellan's, which I didn't, I don't know, they just kind of threw this in there, but Magellan's voyage of the discovery of the Philippines in 1521 when modern cockfighting was first witnessed and documented by Antonio, and I'm going to say his name wrong, but I'm going to try it anyway, Pigfedella or Pig, Pigfeda, I'm not sure. 
uh, Magellan's Chronicle in the Kingdom of Tay-Tay. I would say Tay-Tay. The combatants referred to as Gamecocks are especially bred birds conditioned for increased stamina and strength. The comb and the wattle, which I guess is that thing like under there, are cut off in order to meet show standards and oh God, to prevent freezing in colder climates. The standard emerged from the older practice of the severing of the comb and the wattles and the earlobes of the birds in order to remove anatomical vulnerability. So I guess it's sort of like they were saying it's they do it for them like you would dock dock in that dog's ears or tail yeah. or something. Yeah. So and cops possess congenital aggression toward all males of the same species. Um they say they cops are given the best of care until the near of the age of until they near the age of two years and they are conditioned much like professional athletes prior to the events or shows. And then they kind of put wagers on them and stuff like that. But it's 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 basically a sport between two roosters. And there's certain things that they do to them, which I guess we'll get into to to make them more, you know, able to win the battles or whatever, like putting I, I know you were talking about this earlier, Jay, about putting blades on their like little Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff. And I saw pictures of that and I was like, Are you kidding? Because, I mean, a, a chicken's leg or a rooster's leg isn't that big anyway. You know, put like little blades on there and stuff like that, but I don't know. I just saw pictures and I was like, really? Oh my god! Oh my god! And yeah, so this is you know based on what you were saying, and I've seen that too. This has been around for some it's centuries, you know, the fifteen hundreds. Yeah, it goes back to you know like goes back six thousand years. So wow. yeah, so even way yeah way yeah. more than that. That that's kind of just when the more our more modern form of it that we're used to. So the Philippines, you know, that's kind of where it kicked off the version that we know of it anyway, like yeah. the 1500s. So. Exactly, exactly. In 1521, exactly. That's, that's when Magellan kind of discovered it going on. Yeah. So. Um, it's, it's, but it's, it's really big in, in a lot of these. What, what were some of the countries, Dee, that you said that we know the Philippines and we know Puerto Rico? Where yeah. else did you say? Philippines, Cuba, Mexico, Peru, Brazil, Asia, India, Indonesia, wow. Iraq, actually. But oh. it's becoming widespread. Yeah, it's, 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 it's illegal, but widespread in Iraq. Um, they use it for entertainment or just, you know, gambling or whatever. And, you know, and there a rooster can cost up to like $8,000. So, wow. Uh, um, Japan, Pakistan, of course, the Philippines. Oceana, is that how you say that? Oceana, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. And Oceana was one of some of the places that that it actually takes place. It, it's it's widespread. It's more widespread than I thought. I don't know why I just thought it was something that went on. Well, I knew it went on in Puerto Rico, and I knew it went on here illegally here, yeah. but I didn't know, you know, like Iraq. I didn't really think you would find cockfighting in Iraq. I don't know why I didn't think that, but I just never thought about that. And I mean, I was in India, didn't really know that there was. Stop fighting going on in India, so. Yeah, probably it's not an environment you want to be in anyway. Really? <laughs> Even no. had you known. I didn't really go to that area, so uh, no, no. But, uh, yeah, it's it's much more widespread than I thought. Yeah, I mean, not that I'm think about it, but I just, if I had to pick places where I thought it would probably take place, I would have never probably said Iraq. Or I, I, it never would have crossed my mind. I don't know why, but I just no. I never would have put yeah. them there, so. 
And then, too, it, it's just fascinating to me that in Puerto Rico, it, it, it is legal. And um, yes. on this site uh, that I'm on, uh, vagrantsoftheworld.com, they were saying in some cases it's even run in government-sponsored clubs. So they actually have the government then on it, you know, and they have those clubs. And they were saying, so if cockfighting is your thing, um, then here to Puerto Rico, because not only is it legal, it's very organized, sometimes televised, and very much celebrated. Stadiums all over the big island and outer islands draw large, enthusiastic crowds each weekend. Yeah, I mean, they say, like, I think $330 in bets, you know, a year. So it's a big business. And, you know, and it's like, I guess it's sort of like it would be, you know, how, and I don't know if we ever did a show on, like, uh, bullfighting, you know, how you would. You know what, that's one that I'm actually um, kind of have in the works, but that'll probably be sometime um, at the beginning of the year. Okay, yeah, because uh, I, I think I remember seeing an actual bullfight, not actually being where I actually saw one, but seeing, I think somebody was doing, like, a documentary or something on bullfighting and, and the whole aspect of it in the in the what do they call that guy who's the bullfighter? I, I can't remember his matador. Oh, matador? Yeah, matador. Uh-huh. Matador. And they were going behind the scenes, and I just remember them actually showing the people that go, and they would take their kids and stuff there, and, and, you know, it would be like a family event to go, and then at the end they would kill the bull. And so I was like, okay. And then I remember reading something on here where they said that um, it's like a family kind of a thing where you take your kids to these things, and, you you know, the family goes there, and I'm like, Really? Okay. Yeah, it's just just so bloody and no, but and then here in in Puerto Rico, um, the uh, cockfighting is referred to as a gentleman's sport, and what they mean by that, um, it's due to the honor-based betting system where men yell their wagers at each other and settle them later. This is a sport that does not discriminate based on class. Spectators from the working classes to the very wealthy will rub shoulders at fights. So that's yeah. fascinating too. So it brings everybody together, the wealthy yeah. with the poorer people. Yeah, and it's like great economy. For, I mean, it's I don't know if it's a great. I would say great economy, but it's economy like it provides a lot of jobs to a lot of people. So I think that's another thing that, you know, it being such a, I don't know necessarily a welcomed thing, but I guess more commonplace because the idea, I guess, of eliminating it would also eliminate a lot of jobs and and um. Um, money coming into the economy, I guess, so to speak. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, because they were um, saying on this other article that um, it brings in $100 million annually on the yeah. islands just from the bets, the entrance yeah. tickets, food, and other expenses. So they, it brings in a lot of money because mm-hmm. um, they were saying Puerto Rico's economy is sort of tanked, at least according to this particular article. Yeah. The territory is $72 billion in debt. Unemployment has reached 12.2%. And the poverty rate is 45%. So I guess if you think about this, you know, the cockfighting, it's bringing in money in ways that just normal jobs aren't, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I just don't know. I just, you know. Yeah, it's like that side of it I could see where you could say it's positive, you know, this and that. But it's just what the birds have to go through because a lot of those fights, they're fights to the death. Exactly, or or if if the 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 rooster the cock isn't dead at the end of the fight, you know how I I think I was reading something where they just take the you know some some of them just take it and kind of throw it out and you know it's probably gotten punctured lungs and eyes and things of that nature yeah. and they just kind of throw it out and you let it die or whatever or 
so it's not really humanely seen after I guess after it's the fight is over with or whatever. So I I, ugh, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I know I can't get behind it, but you know. No, 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 not at all. And then you know that it, it's fascinating that they even have some people where their role is strictly to work on the hurt birds. Like say if they won the fight. There are people where I guess if their injuries aren't too severe, there's this one guy, his job is just, you know, yeah. he just has his thread and everything, you know, and um, I, on another article, somebody's like, you know, I just put the peroxide on them and I do whatever, you know, and they just sort of stitch them up and just, you know, they kind of take them out the game for maybe a couple of weeks or months or however long it takes them to heal and then they're right back at it. Yeah. And, and that's strictly their job. It just sort of reminds me of dog fighting, illegal dog mm-hmm. fighting, you know. It, that's kind of what it kind of, because they, you know, breed those dogs to fight, you know, and, you know, those dogs aren't, you know, coming into this world to fight. They they treat, they train them to fight, whatever, so. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. I don't and know. they breed these birds, too, specifically to be more aggressive, you know, like yeah. how we were talking about, I think, in one episode regarding dogs and stuff that, that you can um, try to pair certain ones together where you can make them where, where you end up with a more aggressive dog. Um, exactly. You know. Yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, I don't, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's hard to, 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 I can't say that I am for that. I can't be for it, but I under, I'm not saying I understand. I don't even know if it's something I understand. I can see why or how it would have come especially if you have a, a a community, a society or whatever that, you know, struggling as far as economics and things like that. I can see why this would have come into play, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> just for the, for the birds themselves, it, just humanely speaking, you know, I don't know if I could be a part of that. I just right. don't know. And actually, Dee, I notice in the queue that we have a caller, so we're going to patch them in and, and see what they may have to say about this. Hang on just okay. a second. All right. Hello, caller. Are you there? Uh, yes, I'm here. Thank you for taking my call. Hello, sir. What's your it's name and where are you calling from? <clears throat> my name is Jim Geshorfmeyer. Um, I'm calling from Florida. I want to specify where. Um just because um, I, I happen to, to strongly disagree with you ladies, you know, respectfully, but uh, strongly disagree. I, I happen to be someone who participates in cockfights, owns many chickens, and um, I benefit from, from cocks, you know what I mean, from, from, from not only the fighting, but from, you know, getting people to bet to bringing people together. It's a family thing. Like there's a lot of good things that come out of this. And I just really felt strongly that I wanted to kind of call and bring my side of the story to this. Okay. What, what would you You say regarding the welfare of the, the birds themselves? So I've got, I've got this one, I've got this one, um, uh, third cock from the sun. He is quite the fighter, and he, you know, he's one that he he honestly hasn't lost one fight, and um, he's quite, you know, he's a strong cock, he's a relatively big cock, but like he's also very friendly, and I, he likes humans, and I think he has a very good life, um, you know. So I think some of these, if they win, you know. Like, I have another one, Kate Cox. 
he's a strong one. Um, Cock of Ages is another one that is relatively strong. I mean, these strong fighters, the winners, the ones that rise to the top, these are cocks that end up having, like, very good lives. And um, we treat them really well. Um, and so, you know, it's not like they all are just, like, abused. Can can I ask about, and this, I mean, and, and this is what we want. We want to have both sides of the story told. What about the ones that, well, I mean, you're, you have ones that win, and that's a good thing. How are the ones that are, that, because I know maybe possibly do they all the ones that don't win, are they, is it fight to the death in the ring, or is it well, where they so, fight to the point where they? All right, so basically, so basically, all right, let me give you a couple examples. Uh, I have okay. three that this week did not did not make it. Uh, Hardcock Cafe, Cock the Casbah, Fraggle Cock. Those were not winners. Um, two of them, unfortunately, did not make it out of the out of the fight, out of the ring. Um, and you know what are you going to do? I mean, at that point, they're just they're just dead chickens. So. You know, obviously they're going to be tacos in like a couple hours. Then the other one, he can be repaired. We bring somebody in. You were talking about it earlier. You know, he kind of helps get him, bring him back to to life. You know, and we think Fraggle Cock is going to make it. You know, and um, he's got, you know, he's got a fight coming up with. Um, I'm trying to think of who he's going up against. Um. Monsters of Cock, actually. No, Cock Lobster. That's what it is. Cock Lobster. So they have a fight coming up next week. And so this is something that you guys, like, host weekly, or how often do you have um, cock fights? Oh, I mean, honestly, we're like – so I've got a cock in a cage right now. I'm probably going to pull my cock out in, like, an hour, do a fight, and then, you know, bring it back in if it makes it, obviously. I would say three times a day. You know, uh, this is full time business for me. You know, tonight, example, so Cock of My Babies going up against Combat Cock. We've got Garage Cock. Um, we've got um, Cock River Arms. Oh, and uh, It's Only Cock and Roll to Me is, is also three to one odds tonight. So, like, you know, I mean, I've got a lot of different things going on. I mean, I'm also somebody who's relatively, you know, involved in the, in the industry. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir, for calling in. We want to um, also have an opportunity to try to get over um, to our iguana side of the conversation. But thank you so but much we for do, calling well, in. You know, we appreciate you. Yeah, look, I, I just I just want to say, like, you you ladies, like, may have your stance, but, like, you can't – look, you can't I, – I get that you're maybe concerned about the cock, but, like, for me – if if I've got a strong cock, like I'm bringing it out there and I'm using it, you know, and like tonight, big cock candy mountain, rock around the cock, like these are ones that are strong. They're going to be out there, and I just feel like you're not being fair to my side when you're not appreciating the fact that like cocks are clean, cocks are good. My livelihood is in cocks. My entire family has been in cocks. My brother loves cock. My sister loves cock. My dad did cock when he was younger, not so much anymore. 
Um, but my mother has always been able to handle, especially the bigger cocks, you know. I think we ended up losing him on the – and we're actually running low on time. I was hoping that we would be able to get over to the iguana side of it. But what we'll do, we will make sure that we um, – post all the links to the information um, because I had some info about that because Puerto Rico also has an iguana um, problem. They have some iguanas there that are not native and they don't have natural predators and they're sort of causing all kinds of problems with the crops and also even causing problems with the infrastructure. You know, I've read about like some of the roads collapsing, um, even there being iguanas on the, you know, uh, at the airport where the planes can't even take off and they have to, you know, take time out to clear them off and iguanas getting sucked into the engines. So um, so we'll be sure to post about that too. Once again, thank you um, to our caller for giving his opinion. Um, and I still yet, have like to, we, it, it's two sides to it. It's two sides to it. We welcome, you know, everybody's opinion because everybody's opinion is valid and, and there's nothing wrong with having a difference of opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. So we welcome and thank you for your side and your view. And, you know, that's what our show is here for. We're not completely given our complete side of it, but we also welcome your views. If they differ from ours, and we welcome your call. Yes, and we want to thank you guys once again for tuning in. Um, make sure you join us next week. Um, that will be our last episode for the month of November because we'll be taking a break for that Saturday after Thanksgiving. So once again, thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Missy Show, and we hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Thank you, and thanks for listening once again. Bye, everybody.